for example, the, the, the great emphasis that we put on um, state testing. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if anybody outside of education understands the pressure that there is with that testing. Welcome to High Trust Professionals Podcast, where we interview real estate agents, community leaders, business owners, and entrepreneurs from across the country. Hear what it takes to build trust, be a respected leader, be productive, and win your day. Sit back and relax as we dive into another episode of High Trust Professionals Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of High Trust Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Lynette Aerosmith. With me today, I have the beautiful Kristen Otis. And Kristen, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. I can't wait to tell your story or have <laughs> you tell your story. So Kristen is the director and founder of Envision Academy. And Envision Academy is a new up-and-coming, soon-to-be school mm -hmm. that we'll get into. And I love your tagline, which was Dare to Dream Big. Because really, that's what you did to even go down this path, right? You had yes. to dream big. So we're going to tell that story a little bit. So Envision Academy, everyone, so that you know, is a strengths-based, Christ-centered elementary school working to open in the North Omaha area. Mm -hmm. So you've been, you know, I did a little digging, a little social digging, a little website, and I mean, you have an education and teaching background. Yes. I mean, that's just what you've done. Yes. And which is exciting. So how did you decide to start a school? I mean, that just sounds so big to me. How did you decide to start a school? Yes. Well, actually, um, I never wanted to start a school <laughs> before. Um, I love teaching. I've been a teacher for 20 years. And um, I taught 15 years in OPS and then... Um, all through that time, I always wished that there was a way that I could um, change the traditional education. I'm okay. not bashing OPS. I'm just, it's just how we do education in um, the United yeah. States is very specific. It's a very one size fits all. And so I really wanted to be able to bring in, um, bring in strengths to mm -hmm. curriculum and then also be able to um, work for each child to be able to grow at their own pace. Um, that's mm. really what we want to do. So we're going to talk a little bit about how. Yeah. Because it's, you want to, it sounds a little, um, so you're going to be a little non-traditional. Yes. And so do we need to blame your friend, Elizabeth? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, hi, Elizabeth. I read your blog, which was awesome. And we'll, we'll let everyone know where to find you on the website. So tell, just tell me how that whole conversation came about. Yes. Well, um, in 2011, I had a student in my classroom. At the time, I taught first grade, and his mother was killed during the night, oh. and he found her in the morning. Um, and so I just sad. felt like I couldn't help him as much as I wanted to. Mm -hmm. um, you know, being uh, my faith is very important to me, and, and it's gotten me through a lot of hard times, but being a teacher in public school it it makes it made it so that I couldn't share anything with of that with him. I couldn't pray with him or his family, and yeah. um, I was just uh, trying to figure out how to help him the best way that I could. And I was lamenting to my friend Elizabeth, and she said, "Why don't you start a school?" And it was like everything um, came together and was like. Oh, oh, this is what I need to do with oh. my life. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, if you want to make change or have change, then 
be the source of change. That's right. Right? Yeah. Okay, so let's dive into what's different. Because, you know, of course, I did a little research, and so I can see and read what's different. Mm -hmm. But tell our audience, what's different about Envision Academy? Yes, um, like we said before, one of the really... um, the really the things that we really focus on is strengths and so we want to be able to help each child learn what their strengths are so that then they're able to advocate for themselves they're able to um, figure out their own learning styles so that they can learn the best way that they can and then you know through those things to thrive in their lives and also to help other people mm-hmm. and um, so we'll be using um, some of the gallup strengths-based parenting um, materials. Ooh, I uh, love that. And then we also, there's a book called uh, The Eight Great Smarts, which talks about different learning styles. Um, and and then you talk to kids about how they're smart in different ways. Um, because we all have ways that we tend to do things. I tend to do things um, from a people perspective. I love getting to know people. It's very easy for me to interact with mm-hmm. people. But that's not true of everyone. No. Um, well, and I know that firsthand because that's how we met. Yes. <laughs> networking, networking, networking. That's right. Um, <laughs> and run into each other. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, there there we are again. That's right. All right. So I want to key on one thing that you said because from the website, um, Envision Academy is setting out to help each student excel at the skills they need to succeed in life. So you mentioned something about, and I never even thought about this for myself or my kids, burnout. Like Mm. kids get burned out even at a young age, right? So why? Because they aren't challenged enough or because it's not in their style? Like what's your thought around that? It's heartbreaking as a teacher, you know, to see kids burned out at school. I I saw several different kids throughout my career um, who were just like tired of school by Mm. third grade. And kids should still love learning throughout their it's their childhood. They were challenged. Or be, um, I mean, like some could still, be the that challenging. Seems so young to me. That seems yes. so young to even recognize that that's a thing. Yes. Um, some of it is a challenge thing for some kids. For some kids, it it can be, um, for example, the 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 great emphasis that we put on um, state testing, mm-hmm. um, and. I don't know if anybody outside of education understands the pressure that there is with that mm. testing. So I never believed that that the testing was like the be all end all mm-hmm. answer for mm-hmm. if your students were succeeding or not. But when the test came around, I felt so much pressure to have my kids succeed. Yeah, right. um, and kids feel that pressure too. They They know that I mean, they're trying to, to right. do better and get a better score. And, well, um, because that's what we are trained and conditioned that's to right. think, right? You need this to do this, or you need this to get that. I just had the most interesting conversation with a friend whose son, uh, cho- he's college, young adult, mm-hmm. and chose to not go to college right away. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about how there's something to be said for street smarts yes to be personable Mm -hmm. um and there are very successful business people who maybe didn't get the highest score on a test because they just weren't good test takers that's right because our insides like oh oh my gosh but they're amazing out here so i get that i get that because we're trained and conditioned for that 
That's right. So helping, what I hear you say is helping the, the kids, the students find their groove or find their passion or find what they love in a different way. That's right. And if you're able to do that with kids, if, if kids can do one thing that they love at mm -hmm. school, mm -hmm. then research shows that all their other achievement in school mm -hmm. rises. Um, and, you know, as a school, you know, we'll, we'll, we have to take the test. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's required. So, but at the same time, we won't put as much emphasis on it. Mm -hmm. It, you know, we'll, we'll explain how it's just one, one measure of uh, a student's success. One, little, little one part small part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's transition to why you're focusing on North Omaha. Mm. So tell me more, because because as I as I dove in more so into learning about the academy, you are specific to North Omaha. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, I taught my whole career in North Omaha, and it's just been um, as I taught there, and you know, grew to love all my students and love the families that I worked with. Mm -hmm. um, I just saw that there was a need for even more choices of schools. Um, and in North Omaha, there um, it's a traditionally underserved area, but it's very vibrant. And mm -hmm. and I just want to offer another choice for mm -hmm. for families there. I love that. I love choice. We all want choices. Yeah, we and all need choices. Depending on a demographic of a city or an area or even a state, you don't always have the same choices. So for those listeners and viewers that don't know the Omaha area. Just like any metro area, you know, you've got North Omaha, South Omaha, you've got West Omaha, Southwest, Northwest. So there's all these pockets mm -hmm. of communities, right? And so you, uh, your career has been in North Omaha, and that's where you're looking to serve, which I think is fantastic. So I've got like six bullet points that I found <laughs> on the website, but I want I want you to say it. What makes Envision different? Because, I mean, you've, yeah. you've touched on a lot of it, but you've got some very specific, very specific. Uh, one that you talked about was um, time to play. Yes. Doing things they want to do. If they can just enjoy being at school and have one little thing that's awesome, then that's going to help with the whole process, right? Yes. So what else makes you different? Um, well, we, we will have time to play every day. And... Um, usually that time to play will be outside. Mm -hmm. So we'll have an hour outside every day and then extra time outside on Fridays, which may include a field trip or not, you know, um, we'll have a field trip every month. Mm -hmm. um, okay. We really think that going outside of the school walls uh, to learn different things, um, go to the zoo, go to a play, um, yeah. go to an apple orchard, mm -hmm. you know, those types of things really cement learning in kids' heads. Mm -hmm. um, and so we really want to do that. Every month we'll go on a field trip. Uh, another thing that we have that's that's different is that we will be year round. And the reason that we're doing that mm -hmm. is because uh, then families don't have to find childcare for their students during the summer. And the, then it also prevents summer learning loss. Um, that it's like a big thing in education that yes. you think about. You, um, if kids don't go to school for two months, then they fall behind a little bit, not not behind. It's natural, uh, but they they're not quite at the same level as they were at the end of the school year to the beginning of the school year. So, um, so I hear two amazing ways that that helps a family. Number mm -hmm. one is the cost of daycare 
in today's world is awful. I mean, it's so high. Mm -hmm. We need it and not everyone can afford it. Mm -hmm. And so I do believe that there are kids who stay home too young because their parents don't have an option, sadly. Mm -hmm. And then number two, I remember when my kids, my adult kids were that age and we always sought out some kind of assistance in the summer, not because they were subpar learners, because we wanted to at least stay mm -hmm. right at level as they went into that next grade. So yeah. I think that's fantastic. You also um, on the website speak to holistic instruction mm -hmm. and uh, we already touched on strength-based mm -hmm. year-round and then additional electives. So touch on the holistic instruction and then some electives that you have in mind. Yeah. Um, you know, as people, we're more than just our brains. And a lot of times schools focus a lot on brains uh, mm -hmm. and learning intellectual type things. Um, and But we know that we can't just grow in our brains. We have to grow socially, emotionally, um, even physically, like running around outside or having healthy meals. Um, and then also spiritually, as we believe that's a, a very important part. Um, and so we want to help all of those areas to grow in a child, not just their intellectual. Mm -hmm. um, I There has been, since the pandemic, there has been an uptake in schools who want to do more with social and emotional learning. Mm -hmm. um, but we, because we're year round, we have more time to address those things because we have more hours. Right. Um, there's a yeah. specific amount of hours that schools have to have for instruction every year. Mm -hmm. um, but because we're year round, we easily make that plus okay. more. And so okay. we have plenty of time mm -hmm. to have the time outside, have the social emotional learning and things like that. I so. love that. Do you know how many times I, someone will refer to someone as being so book smart, mm. but socially awkward. Mm -hmm. And I think it's partly that it's like they didn't learn how. Yes. Or you've got someone who's uber, uber social, <laughs> that high I personality, if anyone follows a disc profiling, um, but they aren't very book smart, but they're super street smart, mm -hmm. which helps in their success. Mm -hmm. Right. So lots of, you know, it's not a one lane. No. Um, and that goes along with that. Those eight great smarts. Yes. Um, if you check out that book, we all have these great eight great smarts. It's like word smart, logic smart, people smart, self smart. That's a few, um, but we're not all wired to be exactly the same, uh, smart in exactly the same ways. We have things that are natural to us. So that book smart person is naturally probably word smart, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. but they're not naturally people smart, but we can give them some tools to help grow that in them. Yes. They might not be the the bell of the ball always, or, you know, yeah. but, but, but we can give them tools to help them um, be less awkward in a situation. I love that. No, that's so important. And I think in the past has been very missed, mm. very missed. So before we went live, we were talking about, and I love, I love how you're kind of gearing up because you're choosing to be sustainable before you even open doors, right? Yes. So tell everyone where you're, where you are in the process of opening Envision Academy. Yes. So we're, we're going in different phases. We're in phase one right now. And in phase one, we're raising funds so that we can be sustainable because we never want money to be the reason why a family can't send their students to our school. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, parents will contribute toward tuition according to their uh, salary mm -hmm. or their income. Mm -hmm. And um, then they'll also contribute 
by helping us with uh, volunteer hours. So maybe doing yard work, uh, helping to clean one sure. night a week or something. Yeah. Um, and that will help us with our costs. Um, so we're raising money right now. And we're also using this time to still fulfill our mission by partnering with another nonprofit in North Omaha, the North Omaha Good News Bears. And I go in and, and teach them strengths lessons that complement their curriculum that they're already doing. They're, they're a program that meets every Saturday. They've been around since the 90s. I love um, that. And they're a great program in North Omaha that then we're still able to fulfill our mission of helping kids learn what their strengths are right. and complement what they're doing in their program. So that's super cool. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? If someone doesn't know, if someone is in their little bubble in their part of town, you don't even know that those programs exist. Yes. Hence the reason that Kristen is our guest today. <laughs> because we want to bring awareness for mm -hmm. sure. So that's awesome. Do you, is there a time frame? You have a timeline of when you want to say, this is it, we want doors open? We are cautious when we say dates because as a school to be sustainable, it, it does cost quite a bit of money. Um, we want to, um, our goal is to be able to open with two classrooms and we have two teachers in each classroom. So a classroom will have 20 kids with two teachers. Um, and so that means we'll have to be able to pay five yeah. salaries mm -hmm. in our first year of opening. So that's phase two. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and we, uh, as a school, you have to be ready by January with your yeah. money either promised or um, received mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that then you're able to start offering jobs to teachers. You're able to start saying, oh, we have this many spots open in our school for students. Yes. And then parents will start um, registering their kids. And that process is usually done by March. Yeah. You know, kid, people choose their the schools that they want their children to go to mm -hmm. at the latest in March. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's, it's a really interesting uh, industry because you have to be ready so much in advance. And so we're very... Um, Hopefully we'll be able to open um, by August of 2025. Mm -hmm. If something happens and we receive a bunch of funds, yeah. we will open in August of 2024. Absolutely. But so, yeah. So we'll just say more to come. Yes, more to come. But I, I love how you're very strategic about it. For sure. Yes, we know what we have to have in place in order to say we can open. Yes, yes. So I will tell you, as someone who has seen you many times socially, um, visiting with you about your mission, it's so encouraging and very impressive Thank so you. yeah you're welcome so tell me when did you first discover your strengths hmm um i was very fortunate i um i had parents who who nurtured strengths we didn't call them that necessarily we didn't know about that oh. but um I knew from a pretty young age that i wanted to be a teacher and they nurtured that in me and they could always see that i um, had certain things that I did better, you know, mm -hmm. and they mm -hmm. encouraged that. When I first took the strengths assessment was, uh, it was, pro it was around the time that I um, started the school or that I had the idea for the school yeah. 2011. Mm -hmm. um, and I wish that I would have known that bef before in my right. life, you know, yeah. because um, so often in society and for myself, like I would see other teachers and they would be just amazing teachers. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I want to be like them. Yeah. But then I tried to do it like them and I 
couldn't yeah, that's because I had to figure out how I was a teacher and I had to figure out what worked best for me. Um, and even just learning that and helped me to be a better teacher yeah. um, and helped me, helps me now to be a better director. I know what the things that I'm good at mm -hmm. and I know which things I need to ask for help for. Right. Yeah. Um, well, and eventually then you'll know who do you need to bring in to that mm -hmm. fold who can, you can lean on their strengths that yes. might not be your strengths. Yes. Totally. Because we often um, gravitate toward people who are yes. similar to us. Yes. Yes, um, indeed. We can't just have a leadership team for Envision Academy that's all people like me. <laughs> I mean, we would, I mean, uh, want to we would all you. agree with each other, right? And we wouldn't have necessarily yeah. conflict, yeah. But, yeah. but that wouldn't be the the best version of yeah. Envision Academy. No, I agree. Yeah, very cool. So where can people find you? Um, well, I mean, if they yeah. want to learn more, partner with you, what do, where do they go? We have a website. It's at envisionacademyomaha.org. Make sure you put the Omaha in or it will send you to an Envision Academy high school in California. Yeah, well, no, we don't so, want to do that. So envisionacademyomaha.org. And we're also on Facebook under also Envision yeah. Academy Omaha and on Instagram. So wonderful. Uh, I love to meet with people. If you have, you, you know, well, yeah, I, I love I'm, to. I'm so proud of you and what you're working toward. So Thank congratulations. You. Kudos to you for following your passion, but also for having the strength to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, it takes courage and strength, certainly, um, to kind of get out of the your normal comfort zone and to make a difference. <laughs> yeah. And so good for you. I Thank appreciate you. that. All right, guys, that is a wrap. Absolutely. Please go to envisionacademyomaha.org and learn more and reach out to our friend Kristen if you'd like to help or learn more as well. I'm Lynette Aerosmith. I am your podcast host by Trust Professionals Podcast. And please, please connect with us, follow us, like us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and don't forget TikTok. See you next time.